am I. Good morning. This is Judith Lay welcoming you to Manx Radio and to the podcast of this week's edition of At Your Service. Manx Radio. Prepare to be amazed this morning. An amazing piece of artwork arrives on the island and a group of young people reflect on an amazing weekend in the Midlands. But as usual, let's begin with some music. On Friday, I was in St George's Church as we gave thanks for the life of Reverend Alec Smith, former vicar of St Thomas's here in Douglas, who died during the summer. Alec chose the readings and the music himself some ten years ago and included this, Howard Goodall's setting of the 23rd Psalm, The Lord is My Shepherd. Howard Goodall's setting of the 23rd Psalm, The Lord is My Shepherd, sung there by the Enchanted Voices with soloist Laura Wright. Three Generate is the Children's and Young People's Assembly of the Methodist Church. It aims to create an inclusive and diverse space for children and young people to find a voice and be heard. It encourages them to listen to God and to listen to each other. 
Through being involved in the three-generate process, children and young people are equipped to become participants in advocacy, change and growth, and have an impact in their local Methodist communities. Three Generate calls the church to listen to and talk with children and young people so that change can happen together as a community. Three Generate assembled this year in October in the Midlands and a strong group of around 12 young people from the island with their adult leaders were there. I caught up with them recently at one of their regular group meetings in Pool Rose to find out more about Three Generate in conversation with Oni, Daniel, John... Two Ailishes and Kitty. And it's Kitty who explains what is Three Generate. So Three Generate is a conference. It's an assembly of young people, children and young people from the Methodist Church. It's like a weekend long event. There's lots of different events, like different places that you can go to with different activities. There's a rolling program the whole weekend, so there is so much to do. Yeah, and it's just an amazing time being together, meeting new young people and just spending time with God. Yeah. There's youth groups from all over. It's always a contest every year how long people have travelled for and we always seem to win. I remember the first time we went and even now it's still so amazing to me to be able to go and see all these young people. The Isle of Man can feel so small and like, you know, everyone. But actually to go and see so many people is just, honestly, it's amazing really. So where could you find that is big enough to get all this together? We are at the NEC in Birmingham. We take up four halls and next year we're going to be taking up five halls so it's just amazing how many people I'm surprised there's somewhere that can fit us all in but yeah the NEC and we have a few halls which is tents where we camp we camp indoors and then the other halls are for the main sort of area yeah thanks Kitty now I'm looking at a map of how it's all laid out and there are so many different things can you choose what you do and where you go Oni, do you have to go to certain things or can you choose where you will go and what you will do? It's your choice totally. So there's no pressure to be anywhere or do anything. It's just a chance for you to go and do what you enjoy, what you're interested in, be yourself. And it's really your time and however you choose to spend it is totally up to you. Give me an idea of some of the things that that you chose to do. My sister and I, Kitty, we went to lots of debate talks. I ran for Prime Minister of Free Generate. How did you get on? Were you elected? I wasn't, sadly. I had a worthy opponent, so, yeah, it was fine. But, yeah, there was so much on and such a, like, wide spread of activities. So there was a salsa dance class. There was, like, sports to do. There was lots of different talks about different issues and stuff and, like, a sensory space. But, yeah, it was just such a vast amount that you could choose to do. Ailish, what did you most enjoy about it? I really liked the big worship sessions. They were for everybody and they were in the big area called the park and it was so nice seeing so many young people, like, worshipping together. So I really enjoyed those. I also met a Ukrainian woman in a space called the Wilderness and that was really interesting to hear about how she came to (coughs) the UK and how she settled in and her family across. So it was a lot of food for thought. There's nothing quite so powerful as somebody's own story. Did it help you realising that there are so many other young people with a strong faith like your own? Yeah, I thought it was really impactful and inspiring to see so many young people because, again, we're on a small island and sometimes in a group of 15, 16, 
you know, that's all we're used to. So I think seeing so many people was really, really good. Now, another Ailish in the group here, Ailish Dooley, was there at Three Generate. And whilst you were with the Isle of Man group, very much with the Isle of Man group, you've got a different role, haven't you? Can you tell me a bit about that? Yeah, so I am a youth rep for the Methodist Church across Britain and all the British Isles. So I represent children and young people. About Agents of Change, that's about poverty and injustice and things like that. How did you get chosen for that, Ailish? So I had to go through an election process. So I had to get the young people and children to vote for me who wanted me to represent them. So what were the kind of key things that you said that matter to you? So I said that I was really passionate about making everyone feel accepted and loved by God for who they are and having a true understanding of how much God loves them. Being yourself is always good enough. You don't have to be anything else, do you? No. Do you enjoy being the, the youth rep? Absolutely love it. Like, I've made so many friends throughout the process, throughout the year. Would you go on doing it if you were asked to? Absolutely, yeah. Now, John Daniel, was it the first time that you went away on this? Yes. Tell me why you decided you'd go for it. I was told by everyone in my youth group that it would be a very fun thing to go to. And were they telling you the truth? Yes. And was it fun? Yes. Where were the areas that you most enjoyed spending time? I've enjoyed going to a sport area and playing football and basketball. Daniel, what about you? What did you enjoy doing? Are you a sportsman? Yes, I enjoyed the sports area and the great outdoors area where there were loads of climbing walls and there was a big screen too. Now, I think boys joining a youth group is a really brave thing to do because you're always, always outnumbered. Did you feel that the balance was better in Birmingham? Did you find that there were more young men like yourself with a faith? Yeah, in the area that I went to, Obviously not everyone, but most of the people there were boys, so I made quite a lot of friends. Did you feel the same, Daniel? Uh, yes, definitely the same. Are there people that you were, or other groups that you would keep in touch with? Yes, so I have been messaging, like, five of the people that I met there, so it's very good. Here's the big question. Would you go next year again, would you, Daniel? Definitely. John? Yep. Is there anything that anybody else would like to tell me about that I haven't given you the opportunity? So there's an area at the Regenerate called Health and Wellbeing, which is a venue which is, has therapy dogs. So everyone can go see therapy dogs and talk to people about them. And it's just a chill-out zone. So if you feel stressed or anything, or you're stressed about work or homework, you can go there and chill out and talk to amazing young people and team members who are part of the health and well-being and they encourage you speak to you and help you through your journey pets as therapy it's an icebreaker isn't it you talk about the pets but do you think that talking to somebody that you don't know is easier than talking to somebody that you know and see all the time yes definitely i feel like sometimes when you don't know someone it's easier to open up to them there is also a free gens got talent and kitty and i were flying the manx flag very high as we did a Manx dancing solo in the talent show. Excellent. Was it well received? It was. It's kind of become somewhat of a tradition. We've done it pretty much every year. It's something that nobody else will do, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Does anybody ever ask you if you'll teach them? Well, next year we're hoping to do a Kaylee. Excellent. Everybody loves a Kaylee, don't they? And if they've never experienced one, they really ought to, oughtn't they? Yes. <laughs>
Suyadi and Pandaduli are both fully immersed in youth work on the island and were equally immersed in Three Generate. Panda was there and so was Suyadi. I was there, Judith. In what particular role were you there? Well, this year, Pandaduli and myself were running the venue, the Health and Wellbeing Centre. We were asked a couple of years if we would lead that venue and it's it's stuck and we've been asked already to run it again next year which would seem to suggest to me that you're quite good at it do you enjoy it we love it over the year we have to go across to birmingham and meet the rest of the team who are planning the event spend a weekend away and plan and we just have a brilliant time with the whole planning team. I guess all the planning, the prayer and the preparation that goes in reflects in the success of the actual event. It has to be underpinned with that, doesn't it? Yes, and it, it's changing each year. The first year we did it, we weren't quite sure what we were doing because we'd been handed it quite late in the process. This year we were much more comfortable with it and we already have plans of what we want to do next year. The first time... We went and we took three young people the first year we went. Panda and I went as youth leaders. Now we take other youth leaders with us. And this year, Panda and I and Ailish as a rep went the day before the rest of the group. And the rest of the group came on the Friday with other leaders. So there is the potential for this to get bigger, for the island group to get bigger in future years yes i mean the 12 we took this year was only perhaps half of the group that we actually have that we meet with when we meet on a friday night so who knows next year could be even bigger it could we'll need more than one minibus the thing that that really touches me listening to you all talking about it is this fact that we connect our young people on the island to a bigger believing group and i think that's that's really important isn't it sue it's very important and I just remember the, the look on the girls' faces when we first took them. They didn't really want to leave our sides because there were there's all of these people and now they just go off and leave us now. They do come back and find us though. They like to know where we are. Suyadi, thank you very much indeed. It's all very well talking about what happened in October, but if anything is to be any good, it has to go on and it has to lead to different things. And I think you've got some plans for tonight, haven't you, Kitty? Is this something that anybody can come to? Oh, totally, yeah. So it's tonight at Peel Methodist Church at 6.30. Anyone is welcome. We'd love it if anyone could come. We're going to be giving people a bit of a taste of 3Gen, because unfortunately most people that are probably listening to this are a bit too old to come with us. But we thought, why not bring a bit of 3Gen to the Isle of Man? So there's going to be refreshments, there's going to be some worship, but also we're going to have little stations that mimic what was at 3Gen, so people can see what it was like for us. And we're going to have pictures and hopefully a video to really show people what it was like. So honestly, it was amazing. Now, is this part of the foreign services that are held quite regularly in Peel Methodist Church? Yes, so that's the more contemporary service that we have. Are you regularly involved in that, Kitty, that that service? Yes, I am. Most of us go. Ever since it started, it's just been a really amazing place where it's a lot more chill. The worship is a lot more contemporary as well, which matches what we like as young people. It's just a great service, really, yeah. So, Peel Methodist Church tonight, half past six, all welcome.
vintage worship music from the 1980s. From the group Second Chapter of Acts, that was Sing Over Me. And my thanks to Oni, Daniel, John, Kitty and the two Ailishes. And if you'd like to meet them and find out even more about 3Generate, you'll be made very welcome at Peel Methodist Church tonight at half past six. One of the most well-known Bible verses is in chapter 3 of St. John's Gospel. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. This teaching, that's at the very centre of the Christian faith, has found a new expression in a new and very impressive piece of artwork that's just been placed in the beautiful grounds of Mountain View Innovation Centre on the Jerby Road just outside Ramsey. If you attend an event there or pop into Babbage's Bistro for a coffee or a meal, you'll see it easily. It's a hoop, about three metres in height, with a figure hanging from it, which will speak to people in so many different ways. But for David Doricott, owner of this exceptional 25-acre site with its amazing views, where his business, AFD Software, is based, it's a depiction of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, dying to save the world. David commissioned the work from artist James Sutton, and I went to Mountain View recently to chat to David and James as James was overseeing the installation of the sculpture. But this isn't the first piece of artwork in the grounds, and they each have a different message, as David Doricott now explains. These sculptures have a Christian message at heart, don't they? Yes, they do, but so does the landscape. And one of the great things standing here looking at Sky Hill and uh, the mountain road going over the slopes of North Barul up to Snaefell, you have this just amazing place in all sorts of different weather with the mist on the mountain, with rain coming down. But as today, in a, a lovely autumn day, lots of sunshine. But uh, way back in the Bible, the people of God used to put stones around the place and uh, often to uh, commemorate major and important events. So the first thing that we did when we arrived here was we put a big stone up. We call it our Ebenezer stone. And uh, it just marks the point that we believe God has brought us to this place. And that started us thinking about other things to commemorate. So we have another stone with a passage from the Bible that talks about lifting my eyes to the hills. It goes on to say that my help comes from God, not from the hills. And uh, then we came across some of the work of of some creative artists and uh, decided to try and depict in uh, sculpture some of these uh, amazing powerful passages. We have a lovely one with an eagle. There's a passage in Isaiah that talks about uh, God helping us to soar on eagle wings. We have a lost sheep which the children keep looking for and finding. They get a prize if they find it, <laughs> if they find me. And then we have a beautiful uh, piece uh, that's really impressive looking towards the uh, steeple of Lazare Parish church just peeping out of the woods which is ask seek knock and uh, that's a piece that uh, james created for us and that's why i'm so pleased that we've got an opportunity to say hello to the artist james sutton who is here to oversee the installation of another piece james good morning welcome morning thank you talk to me about this new installation what can you tell us about it well this is one of the biggest pieces we've done um, especially for this site so david likes to give me sort of verses and i sort of reflect on them and try and come up with ideas and designs um, and initially when I sent him this idea as sketches and he wasn't too keen and I sort of I ended up making a little model of it to try and push it and as soon as I made it in 3D luckily he sort of fell in love with it and we got the go ahead um, but it's a very large piece off of the rockets on it's going to stand about another sort of three metres in the air 
consists of a giant sort of hoop um, with a bronze figure hanging from it. Now, the inspiration for this is is a very well-known passage from the Bible, from John's Gospel. God so loved the world that he gave his son for the world. What have you tried to do with this piece? We didn't want to make a typical sort of crucifix sort of idea, so I wanted to sort of play around, abstract it slightly. And um, so instead of a cross, we've gone for a large circle. So it's almost representing a sort of doorway or the world itself. Well, that's very key to it because the Greek word for the world is cosmos. So are you trying in this work to suggest it's not just the earth that we are standing on, but something bigger than that? Yes, yeah. I want it to be a bigger idea, just very reflective, really, for people and evocative when you look at it. And not just for Christians, but for anyone sort of coming here, just sort of a quiet place to reflect upon. Um, But I also want to try and get across that sort of suffering in the figure. I don't want to do a typical sort of image of Christ that you see with long hair and beard and a white man on a cross sort of thing. So I was trying to steer away from that and just focus more on emotion in the piece and get across the pain. Well, what I'm trying to do in this piece is make people long to see it. How soon before it will be ready then, James? Hopefully by the end of the day, if all goes well. We're flying back tomorrow, so (laughs) we've not got very long. (laughs) No pressure then? No, not at all. (laughs) How long did it take you to work this out from being given the brief to this point? Probably two or three years altogether. So probably about a year of physically making it and creating it. And then before that, there's obviously a lot of planning and designing and models that kind of go into place. And so the main challenge with this one was actually creating the hoop. So creating a structure strong enough to hold the weight of the bronze figure and cope with the weather that you guys have here, really. You're saying that, that David uh, always gives you a Bible verse to work to. Are you a man of faith yourself? Do you find that comfortable to sit with? Yes, well, I actually grew up, my dad was a vicar, so I was a pastor's son as a child. My brother's a vicar now. So, yeah, Christianity has been a massive part of my life. Does it add something to your faith to be able to look again at these familiar Bible passages and think, what do I really want to say with this? Yeah, well, that's a challenge. It's trying to finding ways to reflect that in the work and yeah you end up having to meditate over them quite a lot and lots of ideas and ask other people's opinion really of whether they feel like you've captured it it's a very big responsibility daunting sometimes but but in a way what you're doing is a ministry in itself isn't it not really thought about that but yeah i guess it could be seen that way a lot of people don't feel comfortable in a traditional church setting they do feel comfortable with god sculpture art is another way of making that bridge isn't it yes definitely yes i mean this is the most sort of on verse sort of piece we've made that's obvious so the other bits that we've got around a bit more i guess anybody could look at them and unless you go and read the verse you wouldn't necessarily automatically associate the two together so it's kind of nice that people can enjoy them without knowing much about the bible Whereas this piece is going to be, yeah, we'll see how it's received. It's very different and more evocative. James, it's an absolute privilege to talk to you. David, are you going to have an official unveiling? It, it's really difficult to do because it's big and we can't hide it. <laughs> <laughs> if we put a sheet on it, it'll blow away. So I think uh, people are very welcome to come and have a look whenever the place is open. Uh, Mountain View, we welcome guests, um, get a coffee or don't, uh, have a walk around, reflect on the piece. But it's going to change, as James has said, the piece itself will change as the way the weathers it but uh, the current muddy hill that we've built the cities on will gradually green over so it'll be worth coming back fairly frequently to see how it uh, how it develops so it could be a few months before it's anything like its finished state but i think each person visiting with um, different weather conditions as well will have a different reflection on what is really 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 powerful part of the bible if you don't don't know anything else Uh, that the Bible tells you. It's that God loves you as part of the world so much that he sent Jesus 
to die for you. That's what this sculpture represents. And if you know nothing else in the whole Bible and all its pages from beginning to end, reflect on that, and that's life-changing. It was life-changing for me and uh, for James and for his dad and his brother and his mum as well, who is uh, gone to glory herself now, but was, uh, I think, where the artistic genes in James came from. Art is a really powerful way of representing truth that's a little bit easier to receive than on the printed page. You can hear more from James Sutton talking about his other community art projects involving everyone from schoolchildren to residents of nursing homes. And that'll be in a forthcoming edition of Spotlight with Howard Kane. Spotlight is each Wednesday evening here on Manx Radio just after six o'clock. Thank you to my guests today, David Doricott and artist James Sutton. And don't forget that invitation to join the young people that you heard talking this morning. They'd love to see you at Peel Methodist Church tonight at half past six. And we end now with a few more items from this week's notice board. This afternoon at three o'clock, one of the island's much-loved musicians, Gareth Moore, will give a concert of favourite pieces played on the organ of Trinity Methodist Church at Rosemount here in Douglas. There's no admission charge, but a warm welcome for all to this popular annual event. Staying in Trinity Methodist Church at Rosemount, there'll be a Mariners Choir service there tonight at half past six. Gary Corkill is the soloist, Gareth Moore will once again be the organist, and I have the privilege of being involved too. Everyone's welcome, it will be lovely to see you there. And as with all Mariners services, it'll be followed by refreshments and community hymn singing. Also tonight at half past six, there'll be a Wesley Guild service in Bride Methodist Chapel. Mrs Linda Eccles will preach, there'll be a guest soloist and there'll be refreshments following the service. It's another busy day next Saturday the 25th. St Olive's Church have their Christmas fair in Ramsey Town Hall from 10am next Saturday morning. Admission is just a pound and as well as refreshments, there'll be lots of Christmas bargains. Also next Saturday morning, there's a coffee morning in Baldrine Methodist Chapel, held in the hall across the road from the chapel. It'll be open from half past ten until twelve noon. There'll be a raffle and cake stall. Also next Saturday the 25th, the Salvation Army have an extra long coffee morning at their new Citadel, which is the old Red Cross building in Balacotia Close on the Isle of Man Business Park, very close to the Manx Telecom headquarters. There's lots of parking and easy access into the building and the new Citadel will be open on Saturday from 10am until 2pm. Everyone's welcome to pop in, enjoy some refreshments, view the facilities and learn about the community programmes which the Salvation Army operate on the island. And last but not least, next Saturday it's Santa's Gift Day in Balaf Parish Church. Santa will be in the parish church in Balaf next Saturday afternoon, the 25th, from 2pm until 4. He'll have a gift for every child and there'll be refreshments too. And it's all free. And that's all that we have time for now, but I'll be back later in our virtual lounge tonight at 9 with a mix of easy listening music, your requests and your dedications. And I'd love you to join me if you can. So, till whenever we meet again, this is Judith saying thank you for listening and I wish you and those you love a blessed and peaceful week and a very good morning. Mm